Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 2.34 in Chicago, where tonight, 7.30 Chicago time, 6.30 Edmonton time. The Oilers look for a 6-0 and start as they take on the Chicago Blackhawks. Back in Edmonton, 134. Out in California, 1234. That's where we're going to go right now. Pleased to be joined on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline by Bakersfield head coach, Jay Woodcroft. Hi, Jay. How are you? I'm doing good, Bob. How are you? Not bad. Uh, Interesting schedule. You didn't get a game in for about six days. You guys uh, played yesterday. Hard-fought game, 4-3 loss. Uh, to the San Jose Barracuda. Give me some thoughts from your perspective on uh, what you saw yesterday. Oh, I thought there was lots to like in that hockey game for us. Um, some really good individual performance. Uh, I thought that our team was able to accomplish a lot of the things that we set out to accomplish. Uh, with some really good forechecks, some cycle grinds, uh, some extended shifts in the offensive zone. Uh, lots to like, lots to like. And what I really liked as a coach was the fact that we only gave up 20 shots against. Um, and I think that's a byproduct of, of trying to do things right. Now, saying that, uh, we didn't come out on top when we had the lead 3-1. to one. And for me, that, that represents an opportunity for our group to get better, to learn uh, the little details that go into managing the game, and it goes back to what we talked about last year with the, with our team, which was that uh, learning how to win is a skill. And uh, we have some new people uh, with us this year that um, are going to learn those uh, intricacies uh, over the next little bit. And uh, like I said, there was a lot to like about that game. We had a great spirited practice today. We're about to get on a bus and uh, try and get our first road win in Stockton tomorrow. All right. So, uh, now, did you have a bit of a challenging goal yesterday? Was there an injury, or what happened there? Yeah, Shane uh, Shane left uh, the game, but it was late. It happened right at the very end of the game, um, last two or three minutes in the game, and, and he sustained a little bit of an injury. He's getting evaluated today. In San Jose, we'll have more information uh, kind of as the week goes forward, but uh, I wouldn't expect him to start tomorrow night and stop it. Okay. Uh, one of the guys, uh, and uh, you know I always do, I, I know people might find this surprising to listen to the show, Jay, but I put some calls in and I, I got some feedback from some other people and there, there seems to be... Uh, not, not to highlight one or two specific players, but we need to do that in a show called Oilers now when we do a farm report because we're looking at the future. Kyler Yamamoto scored again yesterday. He scored in all three games. He's going pretty good for you right now, isn't he? He's been excellent. He's been, I mean, let's, let's lay it out there. He's been our best player uh, since training camps began here in, in Bakersfield. He, he's been our best player in practice. He's been our best player 
16 games, and you mentioned that he scored three games in a row. I'd say he scored in the one preseason game he played in as well. So he is uh, developing that nose for the net, that offensive confidence, um, which is the reason why he's down here is to continue to grow that part of his game. He's always been very um, ethereal, always uh, defensively responsible. You can put him on the ice in the penalty kill, but he has really good offensive instincts as well. And you see every time the puck's on his stick, uh, something good is happening. I feel really good when he's on the ice. What I really like about it, though, is that he has earned the right to feel good by the way he has practiced, by the way he attacks each day with energy and enthusiasm. He's off to a really, really good start. So here's the thing, Jay. The Oilers need, like, they need Kyler to make it, but he doesn't have to make If this makes sense, he needs some time, I think, down there to get kind of reestablished as a pro or established as a pro player, right? Because he was up and down and was injured last year. It's not going to hurt him to, you know, even if he continues to play at this level for 34 or 40 games. I know everybody wants to get to the NHL. That's the ultimate goal. But sort of, you know, carving out and working on your craft at the AHL level is a pretty good situation if the NHL team can afford the luxury. Well, I think he is in a good situation. I think he is working at his craft. But ultimately, those decisions get made by the powers that be. Our job is to make sure that we're helping develop him uh, when he is around us, when we see the whites of his eyes. Uh, But that's what we're set out to do. I think when you focus on the process of doing things right, the end results, they take care of themselves. And you know that he's going to make his way to the NHL at some point. When that is depends on a whole bunch of different factors. Our job is, while he's with us, is to try and get the most out of him and try and give him the, help him with the skills that are going to serve him well in a long NHL career. Um, that's what we're set out to do. We're joined by Jay Woodcroft, head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. Uh, Ryan McLeod scored a game yesterday. I saw that he was minus two. This guy, this guy's got an NHL uh, frame to work with and can skate like the wind. What are you seeing out of him? Well, uh, I think he's number one, a young professional hockey player that is finding his way in a very competitive league. He is showing really good flashes of play. Uh, speed, size through the, the middle of the rink. I think he creates some offensive opportunities. It was really nice to see him finish last night. Um, and then there's some learning moments that occur in not just his game, but in a lot of these young players' games because they're, they're figuring out uh, what it's going to take to get to the highest level and like I said it's a really good league uh, the American League so there's been a lot of uh, learning moments for him but there's been a lot of really really good and positive moments as well and what we want to do for him is to make sure that at the end of the night when we look at the ledger sheet of chances that he's involved in a lot more chances for than he is uh, against Jay, to be frank with you, I was surprised at how productive last season Cooper Marodi specifically and Tyler Benson were. Uh, you know, you mentioned Yamamoto's been your best player. 
what's you know have we seen a situation here where maybe it's been a little bit tougher are Marody and Benson getting a little bit more attention because of what they accomplished last year to the top four rookie scores in the entire HL what's going on there with those two players well I would say that this year they are known quantity so they're not sneaking up on anybody their names are circled on the other team's board before the game as players to check closely, players to watch closely. So, uh, like I said, they're not they're not sneaking up on anybody. They're good hockey players. They're creating. They haven't finished at the rate they want to. But that said, there's been some good good signs in their overall play as well. Um, we sat down with with both of those players and we're talking about what we need more out of them and you know a lot of the good things that they've done as well uh for me as a coach i'm not worried about either one of them because i think both of them are professional in their work habits um they practice hard Uh, i think it's only a matter of time before they start putting up the numbers that we're accustomed to did you like get william lagason back in your defense jay i did i thought he played a strong game um, you know what you're getting with with William. There's a level of consistency about him. I thought he was hard. He showed up in some offensive chances, but he was hard in our end. I think he's a calming influence on uh, Evan Bouchard, uh, and that pair complements each other very well. Um, yeah, I liked what I saw. All right. Uh, Colby Cave was uh, sent down to the American Hockey League. He cleared waivers. Have you, uh, today at practice, uh, and I don't want you to give away the farm, no pun intended, but uh, who are you looking to maybe playing with? Well, first of all, I had a really good meeting with Colby. He's excited to be here. He's excited to work on certain parts of, the, of his game that he thinks he can grow so that uh, his next opportunity, uh, he stays in the league uh, for as long as he can. Uh, so he's excited to work at his game and just get back to playing and playing a lot and being important uh, with his minutes and everything like that. So we're excited to have him. Uh, we're starting him with Sam Gagne uh, so that these two players, they know each other. There's a little bit of familiarity there. And we have a few bumps and bruises. So we'll see how that uh, it fleshes out uh, tomorrow, okay. the rest of that line. But uh we put those two guys together just based on familiarity, um, and we'll see how, uh, like I said, we'll see how healthy we are tomorrow to make sure that we can ice uh, the lineup that we want to ice. All right. Uh, the Oilers, the NHL level, Jay, have gotten off to obviously a really good start. That's great for the organization. They're 5-0. and They're killing it on the power play. Uh, you know, seven power play, which isn't, hey, when you're, I mean, you coach this group, when you're sitting there rolling with a 1-3-1 one, one formation, you got Nugent Hopkins, McDavid, and Dreisaitl on, on an, you know, all, all who are points per 60-wise first unit power play guys. It's got to be a coveted spot, as you can well imagine, to be in that sort of net front presence. Here's where I'm going with this. Have the injuries down there and, and the challenges down there allowed you to get any rhythm in terms of what you guys are doing with your special teams right now, Jay, at the AHL level? Well, let's start with the, the really positive is that the penalty kill has been outstanding here. Uh, it's at 100%. Uh, and that's uh, credit to these guys working. So the special teams aspect of that has been great. Conversely, we think there's a lot of room to improve on our power play. Um, when you look at our power play, and you mentioned that you mentioned net front presence, 
We've, we're missing three of uh, our net front players from last year. We would put Patrick Russell there occasionally, uh, Mitch Callahan and Evan Poli, both players that aren't with the organization anymore, played there extensively and did a heck of a job. Uh, so we're trying to find uh, roles for some players. Uh, and that's one of the areas that we talked about today. And we went out and worked on, on our power play in, in, uh, in practice, and, and it looked pretty good. What the good news on our power play is is that they've created um, good chances. The finish hasn't been there. We've asked uh, our guys uh, to clean up some of the finer details of their entries, uh, to have a shooting mindset, and we know that once we get that first one, and it's probably going to be an ugly one, that it'll uh, it'll open the floodgates for us just based on the level of skill that we put up. All right, so you mentioned you got Stockton. They're off to a pretty good start. You play them tomorrow. How's the rest of the weekend look, Jay? Yeah, so for us, uh, you know, we're we're heading into a, a series of games versus Stockton. I think we're four of the next five games are against Stockton, so it's going to be a, a good test uh, versus a team that's firing on all cylinders. Our immediate focus is on tomorrow night and, and laying it on the line tomorrow night. Then we'll have a day off, and then uh, we'll head into the weekend set as well. But uh, it should be a good test for us because anytime you go against a division rival and do that night after night, it's bound to be uh, some spirited hockey. So we're looking forward to seeing what our group brings. Uh, Jay, thanks uh, for the time, and thank uh, Ryan first as well for hooking us up with the phone line, okay? No problem, stuff. Have a good day. Thank you. All right, that is Jay Woodcroft. He's the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. It is 147 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now, Bob Stopper and Brendan Escott with you. want to tell you that Royal Pizza is celebrating 50 years in Edmonton. They're still making it great. And on now through October, Royal Pizza offering the Combo Special. Your choice, a Greek or Caesar salad with garlic toast, two medium gourmet pizzas, and four anniversary cookies. All for just 50 bucks. Pick that up at any of their 14 Edmonton and area locations. Still to come, Ryan Nugent Hopkins and this day in Oilers history. This is Oilers Now. Hi, this is Mike Smith from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stopper with you along with Brendan Escott. It's an Oilers game night. Uh, we got the Chicago Blackhawks 0-2-1. Edmonton coming in with a record of 5-0. and Looking to keep her going. And we're going to hear momentarily from Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Not before we go to Listy and Oilers history for New West Travel. Join Oilers now. Two great road trips coming up. Folks from uh, the New York trip are flying home today. we got trips to Chicago and Tampa. Five-night Caribbean cruise with that uh, Tampa trip. Visit uh, online to newwesttravel.com. Brendan Escott, what do we got? Back in 1979, after registering an assist earlier in the game, Wayne Gretzky scores his first NHL goal, tying the game against the Vancouver Canucks at four with 109 left in regulation. That one finished up as a 4-4 tie. 
I uh, attended an event yesterday uh, with uh, Glenn and uh, Wayne, uh, Glenn Gretzky and Wayne Gretzky, for uh, sort of the spirit side of their businesses that they've got going on. It was a tremendous event, about four blocks from our hotel here. Uh, a lot of autograph seekers, obviously, in Chicago with uh, Wayne Gretzky and Connor McDavid in town as well. Uh, Brenda, let's do this. Do we have time to run the Ryan Nugent Hopkins interview? We should be fine to do that. All right. Uh, well, uh, it's the Oilers and the Chicago Blackhawks. Here's our sit-down with Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Ryan, a lot of uh, a lot of things are going good right now. What's what's you know what's this been like to be a part of this sort of start here? I mean, obviously uh, it's fun. I mean, uh, uh, winning is fun, and uh, we're, we're rolling right now, so it's uh, it's fun to be a part of it. But I mean, it's uh, at the end of the day, it just just come down to our work every night, and uh, we've been down in every game, I think, and uh, it kind of just shows our resiliency, and uh, I mean, we're not going to give up without a fight, uh, no matter what the score is, so um, it's just been uh, it's been really good to see uh, um, some tough games, some hard-fought games, and we come out um, with two points, and uh, that's huge, because uh, these points go a long way uh, come down the stretch. Special teams can be cyclical, uh, that said, when you have you and, uh, you know, uh, Leon and Connor sort of as the one three one and the, the three guys there's guys there that are all elite playmaking guys uh, but maybe just a thought on on how James Neal's complimented what you guys do yeah I mean he's uh he's a scorer right so you if we get him the chance to to put it in the net he's definitely going to do that so uh he's just kind of he's good in front uh, he touches a lot of pucks and um, and he also makes some uh, really smart, good plays just to keep pucks alive and stuff. So it's uh, it's been good having him out there. And, uh, I mean, uh, we just got to keep that, keep the power play hot. I mean, it, uh, like you said, special teams go so far. Um, PK's been good. Uh, power play, yeah, it's, uh, it's been good, but we want to keep rolling and uh, don't want to have a night off on that. Uh, on the PK, look, it's been an issue for this team for a couple of years. Is there something structurally different? Is it guys being dedicated to those roles? What do you think? Is it just, again, a cyclical thing? What do you think it is? Uh, honestly, it's kind of hard to put your finger on a little bit. I mean, uh, we're just going out there and we're, we're doing a good job. I mean, at the end of the day, we're just getting the job done. And, um, and I mean, yeah, it's, we're getting good saves when we need them as well, which uh, obviously goes a, goes a long way. So, um, no, it's, I mean, everybody's connected. Everybody's on the same page out there. We all know what uh, is expected from us, and uh, it's going good. So we've got to keep that rolling, too. All right, a thought on facing Chicago. Chicago tonight, obviously a team that's got some talent, with some terrific high-end players. For sure, I mean we know uh, we know how talented they are, and uh, they can break the game open at any moment. So we got to uh, prepare for that and uh, make sure we don't give them too much life, and uh, make sure that we're pushing the pace and uh, dictating the game, uh, uh, the pace of the game all night. There you go. That's Ryan Nugent Hopkins of the Edmonton Oilers, and you can hear the. I don't know if you can. That's the uh, fire engines as we're in downtown Chicago here. It's the Oilers and the Hawks. The uh, face-off show begins at 5, puck drop at 6.30 with Jack Michaels, Rob Brown, Reed Wilkins, and myself, Bob Stoffer. We'll be back at her tomorrow. Uh, the team will have an off day, but uh, we'll be bringing you live Oilers now, and we will uh, do a flip. Mark Spector will be flying back to uh, Edmonton tomorrow, so we're going to bring Brian Lawton on tomorrow's show. We'll also take calls. We've been getting people uh, saying, hey, you guys aren't taking calls on the road trip. Oilers 5-0. and We'll see what the record is uh, when we join you tomorrow on Oilers Now. And I'll rejoin you in uh, three hours' time at uh, 5 o'clock Edmonton time for the Face Off Show. Up next, the global news weather traffic 
update with uh, Devin Horn. And then on this Thanksgiving uh, uh, Monday, uh, what do we got? Uh, the best of 6.32 afternoons of Jayla and I. So long, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.